Hello, valued patron. It's me. It's Kurt. It's the host of the Stink Sheet. And um, no, I'm not doing a content warning this time. This isn't that. Um, we had a nice long discussion with our new friend Murder Brian today, and uh, I didn't get around to thank the patrons. So I'm gonna do that off the top. We're gonna switch it up. We're gonna switch it up a little bit. We're gonna do cold open patron thanks. And it's going to be great. You're going to love it. So I'm going to get to that right now. Alex, thank you. I love you. Kisses. Emo, thank you. I love you. Kisses. Jeff, thank you. I love you. Kisses. D, thank you. I love you. Kisses. Scott, thank you. I love you. Kisses. Trey, thank you. I love you. Kisses. Weston, thank you. I love you. Kisses. Tim, thank you. I love you. Kisses. Stefani, thank you. I love you. Kisses. Dalton, thank you. I love you. Kisses. Felix, thank you. I love you. Kisses. Mason Reloaded. Thank you, love you kisses. Geo, thank you, love you kisses. Jeremy, thank you, love you kisses. Haley, thank you, love you kisses. Listen for a little special shout out in this episode. Joe, thank you, I love you kisses. Black Hitler, thank you, love you kisses. One day we'll figure out who that is. Uh, Nick, thank you, love you kisses. Sludge Feast, thank you, love you kisses. Joe Sposto, thank you, love you kisses. Listen to Ad Oz Wrestling. Ryan, thank you, love you kisses. Sarah. Thank you, love you kisses. Subscribe to uh, Sarah Hightower's Patreon. Luke, thank you, love you kisses. Gedmog, thank you, love you kisses. Kevin, thank you, love you kisses. LP, thank you, love you kisses. WTM, thank you, love you kisses. And the Northwoods Rambler, thank you, I love you kisses. Now let's start the fucking show. Good show. Hope you like it. I liked it. Thought it was a lot of fun. All right, bye bye. <laughs> I'm Gino Samuel, and you're listening to the internet's most trusted and important pro wrestling insider podcast. This is The Stink Sheet. Weezy Rodriguez always been about that match. The tits get a task and hella peaches in my basket. Fuck with the stink sheet, you end up in a casket. That's how you get your ass kicked. That's how you get your ass kicked. Big bags, bitch plenty. Stink sheet came to throw a lot of Benjis. Big pockets, big bellies. Get the sour apple, I don't do no henny. Titty clubs, treat me like I'm Perth though. Tweet that good shit. Why you hurt, ho? Jagger got so much loud. It's like a garden. He's on fire. Nah, he's just getting started. Hey, Alex, what's up in your pockets? What? 12 what? feet what? tall when he's sitting on his wallet. That boy's making podcasts, getting top team brainiac. Hoes say I look like Mets. What a little maniac. Ooh, we stick it up. Yeah, we stick it up. Drop the thing down low. Go and pick it up. Ooh, we stick it up. Yeah, we stick it up. Drop the thing down low. Go and pick it up. Ooh, we stick it up. Yeah, we stick it up. Drop the thing down low. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Stink Sheet for October 2nd, 2023. I'm your host, Otis P. Stink Trigger, or you can call me Kurt because that is what my name is. I am joined today by my buddies, Alex. What's up, Alex? How you doing? What's going on, people? I'm doing fucking bad, but I don't think anybody <laughs> wants to hear about that. So why? What's going on? Yeah, I'm fucking all right. So I'm in my 30s now, and like I sneezed. That's the, pretty bad. Yeah, I sneezed the wrong way, and now my back is just <laughs> fucked up. Like, 
Cool. I feel like I feel like Ric Flair post plane crash. Like it is just not it's not good over here right now. But good news is is that wifey had her wisdom teeth taken out, so daddy's got some pills he can pill for, and I'm gonna be feeling fine here in just about an hour. You're gonna get real groovy with it. Yeah. Right. No problem with that. And I'm joined by Jagger in the cut, recently back from Doodash. What's up, man? Oh yeah. I had to make money. Mm-hmm. Anyways, uh I thought Alex you were gonna say you're you're doing bad because uh, Desmond Ritter is a checkdown merchant. Because he's a fucking fraud. He's, he's a, a fraud. He's a terrible fucking fraud. Fucked up par- part is he's like the second best quarterback in the division. Anyways, that's sports talk. That's for later. We don't want to. I don't know what that means. Yeah, we don't. I don't want know what Kurt any of that means. Literally, spontaneously combust, and, and I die. will start shrieking. <laughs> I will throw myself on the ground. I will roll back and forth, and I will start shrieking. If you talk about football, I've seen him do it one fucking yeah. second. He's seen me do it. Yeah, he, I'm not. Li- I'm not lying. He will make a super daddy in his pants if we start talking about <laughs> football. So best to skip. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Very exciting day on the Stink Sheet. We got a very special guest here from Guys, the podcast about guys in the upcoming Shocktober. Very fitting, because, buddy, you're with the the shock jocks of the wrestling podcast world. It's uh, Brian Quimby. Murder Brian's here. What's up, man? How you doing? Hey, how's it going? It's good. Very it's well. good. Second day of... Uh, I, I'm podcasting a lot this week, so... Uh, Second day of my uh, three weeks off. I work three weeks on, three weeks off. I know regular people have to go to work every day, but I can't do it. Dude, that's so <laughs> It's like an beast. oil rig kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's nice. It kicks ass. I'm not going to tell you right now. Like, uh, I just finished three weeks of doing podcasts every day, but now I don't have to do anything. Oh, damn. You record what? every day? No. Oh. Uh, <laughs> we record. Uh, we record. Generally, we record on Tuesday and Thursday for three weeks, and mm-hmm. then for three weeks we don't do anything, and then we come back because I don't know. I just I did a podcast for twelve years that was like dependent on weekly, like sort of covering the news yeah. and mm-hmm. shit, and that was the biggest mistake I ever made. So. Uh, <laughs> I am uh, very glad to not be doing that anymore. I, I every time somebody tells me like, "What should you, what I'm thinking about doing a podcast? What should it be?" I'd be like, "Nothing that has to do with the news. Just don't <laughs> don't cover news. Don't. I mean, you guys. It sounds like you guys do some news on here about wrestling, but it's kind important. Of. So <laughs> kind of, we kind of like fucked ourselves into doing that. But uh, the 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 thing about this show is that it's a lot looser than a lot of uh, wrestling podcasts. A lot of the time we'll have like three things. We really only get in depth into really stupid shit. Like yeah. Matt, Matt Riddle at a porno convention. Uh, Sean Ross sat pissing into a cup because a 15 year old bullied him. Like stuff like that. And it's kind of wild, man. I, I've actually started to like uh, Sean Ross sap. Uh, a little bit, just because he's a, such a psycho. Like, <laughs> he, he is, is dude. Not nuts. a lot of psychos out there any anymore that are like he like gets. I mean, I guess we can we can talk about his scoops. He gets some sort of scoops, I guess. Yeah. I mean, most of yeah. it's just him posting two eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Big things happening. Watch this space. Yeah, yeah, but mm. but like, uh, yeah, he's like. It's so funny that a guy with like four followers will be like, Sean Ross Sapp is ripping everybody off. And it, it must be something about being like the 
one of the top wrestling journalists because Dave does the same thing too, where mm. it's like some guy that nobody's listening to gets signal boosted because somebody's acting like a psych because he decided to act like a psycho instead of just ignoring the guy. Absolutely. Like John Ross Sapp's got to be making an amount of money where he doesn't need yeah. to. Yeah, yeah, he's that shit. he's a successful guy. Like he built a fucking wrestling news platform. Out of fucking nothing. Like, it's not but like he doesn't it, work hard. You know could I mean? we be mean and and talk about, like, how, uh, ask him if Matt Riddle's going to be doing a show on uh, Fightful again now that he's free? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we could. We could. Yeah. We've, we've been known to, to be a little rude here or there. But Which yeah. It's funny, like, too. It's, it's funny because Bix does the same thing, too. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anybody that's listened to me on the Bad Wrestling Podcast or anything knows. That uh, B and Bix do not like each other. I, I mean, he blocked me. I don't think he ever thinks about me. Hmm. But uh, he was like the world's biggest Matt Riddle fan. Oh for, yeah, like <laughs> that whole summer. And now mm. he's just like, I can't stand to see this piece of shit. Like, fuck you, man. You're, you're just as like responsible for his rise as anybody else. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's because like Matt Riddle was a guy you could smoke weed with in a parking lot. In like what, like 2014, 2015, or whatever, and so like to that group of people who would be at all these shows and hanging out with the wrestlers after, like that's the coolest motherfucker in the world. See, I didn't right? give a fuck about the smoking weed thing. I like Matt Riddle because he gave away the feet for free, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I actually like every time I've hung out with a wrestler, I've regretted it 99 percent of the time. Like, uh, I did a. I did a thing in New York that week of WrestleMania mm-hmm. where I'm so stupid. I agreed to do like this. It was for WrestleSplania. They were like, hey, can you guys come and do like commentary over the show? And like it was a seven hour fucking show. Oh, I Jesus. didn't think about it being seven hours long. Oh, that's how long this podcast is. Yeah. Oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> and I almost died doing that show. But but Joey Janela was there. Oh, okay. And it was truly being around him was hell. <laughs> <laughs> What's what was wrong with Joey? Ah, he's just fucking insane and annoying. And this, listen, this was 2019, mm-hmm. the summer or, or April 2019, right? Right. And he had just gotten signed, and you know. Uh, showing us texts and voicemails from Cody and the young boy. Oh, he's letting his nuts hang. <laughs> Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> yeah, and it was just like he was like, "Oh, the young bucks are dorks, you know, and Cody's a dork." And it's like, uh, "Oh, cool, you know him." It, like I think it, it felt like I was supposed to say, "Oh, yeah, that's really neat that you know those guys. Tell me more about them." But mm-hmm. I didn't care. No. And neither and and he was just that's the time he hit. He was hitting people with chairs. Yeah. Yeah. And like trying to protect the business and fucking smashed uh, cat. I think it was Kath's back and like fucked her up really bad. Hit her in the wrong place, and or Rachel, it, whoever it was, he fucked them up. And it was just like, oh my! And he was out of fucking control, man. He was. It was that summer where he was drinking White Claws all the time, yeah. and doing the ain't no laws when you're drinking claws. <laughs> but he was drunk the fucking minute he got there, mm-hmm. and then he did, he did the. Which, by the way, I, I need to watch this match again. Anyway, he did the commentary on the Triple H Batista match. <laughs> and uh, 
at the place, we were all goofing on the match because it was so funny. The the one where like Triple H put a put a screwdriver yeah. in. Oh his yeah, yeah, like he ripped out his fucking nose ring or something. Yeah, with pliers. Yeah, I have to watch. Yeah. <laughs> now that I think about that match, I need to watch it again because mm. I am just. Like botched WrestleMania match, but like my, one of my favorite WrestleMania matches ever is Dean Ambrose versus Brock Lesnar. Oh my god, the most disappointing, the rough one. <laughs> That's a so rough one. Funny, but uh, he was goofing on, it. and then he, for some reason, took a video of him making fun of Triple H and Batista, and Cody texted him and told him to delete it, and he did, and then bitched about it for the rest. <laughs> He's like, oh, Cody's a fucking dork, but I have to do everything he says. Yeah, he, yeah. He is my boss. He is my daddy. I had to do everything he says. But yeah, it was it was a bad night. I did not like hanging out with that guy. I Damn, think, no. I th- he seems like a lot. Go ahead, Alex. I was about to say, I think that uh, Cody dunking on Kurt, or I'm sorry, uh, Joey Janela dunking on Kurt on Twitter was one of the funniest things ever. Because like Kurt had said something, and and Joey was like getting on his ass about it. And then Kurt said something to the effect of like, dude, you're you're like a celebrity. What are you doing arguing with me on Twitter? And then <laughs> Joey took a picture of him at a party, like a selfie of like him dancing. And it was like, I can do both, bitch. And I was like, that's beautiful. Like, that's that's so good. And I was like, well, yeah. this is exactly what I'm talking about, dude. You are at a fun party with bikini babes and booze everywhere. And you're fucking getting into it with me on Twitter. Also, Brian, I would like to do a quick editorial correction. Bix thinks about you all the time. He sees everything oh. you say. If he doesn't like you, he he knows this is, everything this is you actually, say. This is actually from years ago, though. So I'm, yeah. I think he's had me blocked for so long that I don't exist no. in his brain. But Bro, I he, also think he does know that I called him a dick and a moron on the Bad Wrestling <laughs> Podcast. And definitely. did it over and over again. Definitely. He doesn't he listen to that. this show. Yeah. He doesn't listen but to he, this show. He got mad at me for the dumbest fucking reason of all time. It was so crazy. I was um, so like in I think it was 2018, the the Chapo guys, Chapo Trap House, they uh, they came to Columbus because, you know, we're we're friends and they wanted to do a show. here. Chapo. What story? What are they? <laughs> Who are they? They wanted to do a show in Columbus. Mm-hmm. Uh, to sort of pay us back for something they perceived we uh, they owed us or something. Was like that, that the one you couldn't get off work? I think I remember you talking about it one time. No, no, that was a different one. That was right, the first right. time. But they came here on a tour, and, and they booked this show. And while they were here, they came over to my house, and we they wanted to do an episode of Chapo with us on it. And I said something in the episode like, well, you can really uh, – like it." so a story had just come out that a woman got was being like, getting 10 years or they were like trying to give this woman 10 years for stealing some certain amount of lunch meat at the job she was at. <laughs> and all I said in passing was you can understand why poor people wouldn't want to vote. And fucking Bix was like, I'm canceling my Chapo subscription. I was like, what? What the fuck? I don't care. I don't, they make a hundred thousand dollars a month. And I don't get any of it. Like, why would anybody care? And then he started accusing me of making like way more money than I did and and like on Patreon and it was just kind of like dude you got two Patreons. Yeah. You're fucking yelling at what? me. I have one Patreon that's semi successful. <laughs> Wait, Bix has yeah, a Patreon? Yeah, between the sheets. It like does pretty Wait, good. It's enough for him to like live in New York, oh, right? I I've been blocked by him for like seven years, so I 
I hear the only thing I hear about Bix is like third hand. So I just know him as like the little freak guy. The guy who like Jim Cornette makes fun of. He looks like the guy who gives you missions in Grand Theft Auto Five yeah. last year. He, 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 he yeah, hates me. He he was so mad at me that day. And I was laughing because he was canceling something that I wasn't even on. But he was trying to get me in trouble. You know what I mean? (laughs) With the Chapo guys. I'm like, they're not my dad. Like, they're just some guys I know. They're like... I'm imagining Will Medicker screaming at you at the phone. (laughs) We lost five dollars from David Bix's fan. You son of a bitch. We lost one five dollar subscription out of our thirty (laughs) thousand subscriptions. Yeah, that guy. And then he just blocked me. I've never seen him again. Like, I mean, I see him because I'm in group chats. And right. uh, I can, you know, log out and come back in. And mostly all I see is him saying, like, Wah. I'm freaking sick of seeing Riddle. I'm sick. <laughs> it's like, oh, God. Well, he needs to be arrested. David Bixon's man is going to do a citizen's arrest of fucking Matt Riddle one of these days. Just watch, man. But you want to know the gets... funny thing? Uh, fucking, so, like, you know, you don't know us super good. But between the three of us, I would say I am the dirtiest dog on Twitter of of the three hosts of the stink sheet. I don't think that's uh No, that's that's, that's pretty arguable. accurate. Yeah. Yeah. I get in the most scrapes. I get into the most fucking little instigations. He follows me and like DMs me and shit just because I've like <laughs> Yeah, I know a few guys that I'm friends with that he still kind of talks to. Mm-hmm. Um the, like just some of the guys that because I, I have some friends. Well, I mean, people that have listened to the the uh, Patreon know I, I like hang out with uh, Bongo eBooks, who is in a fight every day of his life. <laughs> he's the best. He's the best. <laughs> yeah, he's a good guy. When he followed um, me on Twitter, I was like, I'm a made man. Nobody can touch me now because I'm never going to get in a fight with Mongo eBooks. It was incredible when he did the New York 50. Like nothing could have made me happier watching him i was there while he was like putting it together do you guys remember that no you'll have to explain it oh man so they were doing some kind there was a so okay a bunch of people i'm gonna name people and they're not around anymore so it doesn't like fray the fray movement do you guys know who that guy is oh yeah kind of yeah him and a bunch of his friends were doing this thing called the New York 50 because they were like doing a bit where they were WWE, just these huge WWE fans. And they're like, we're going to do the New York 50. It's the 50 best wrestlers from WWE. So uh, we were kind of goofing on it. And then uh, MRT was like, uh, I'm going to do the New York 50. And he found 50 scandals <laughs> that happened in WWE. You can still find it on on Twitter, but it's like the ring boy scandal, the fuck and like all that stuff. And people were voting on, uh, people were voting on it and it was very fucking funny. I've linked people to it in the past, but, uh, so which, which yeah, year did he pull these 50 scandals from? Just from, hold on. I'll, it wasn't just one year. Oh, okay. It, uh, hold on. Uh, it's the new York. Cause they were, I don't know why they were doing like a best WWE wrestlers. Like, that's so embarrassing. Yeah, kind uh, of. But I can't find the I can't find the brackets. But if you go looking for it, you'll find the brackets. I'll and uh, he made brackets, and people voted on it, and everybody loved it. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, I still don't think he's told people it was him. But, uh, yeah, it was him and a few of my friends and uh, a few of the guys that are on Everything Beast when we periodically do it. We kind of help him put it together. But it was very, very fucking funny. And uh, it pissed a lot of those guys off. They did They did not like that. Nice. That's what it's all about, <laughs> baby. Love it. We love to piss everybody off. But, yeah, fucking, uh, like, I don't even interact with Pix that much, but he got my DMs because... <laughs> Sean Ross Sapp, after SummerSlam, after he had the fucking run of the place, makes a fucking call-out post about me just because I was shitting on Fightful about it, like, a unrelated thing, like, two days prior. And he's like, you gotta stop doing this. These can go to the fucking cops. Like, there's a guy who... There's a guy that we all follow on Twitter. Uh, actually, you, you probably do, too. Doxy? Doxy Stoxy? You know oh, I know Doxy, yeah. The funniest. The funniest Doxy, uh, I'll say this for everybody. Doxy sent me four Man Cow CDs. Hell yeah, oh, wow. dude. Years ago. <laughs> that yes. have been so helpful with Ooh. some of my other work. <laughs> yeah, what a G, man. Holy crap. Yeah. Big ups One to of them is a double CD. It's mm-hmm. some of the worst shit I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he's like a fucking cryptid to Bix. Like, Bix sees Doxy in every shadow. Like, if he turns his lights off at night and there's a coat rack in the other, like, in the corner of the room, like, that looks like Doxy Stoxy <laughs> to him. He lives in constant fear of this motherfucker. But, like, we're all boys with him. Because he's just, like, a funny guy who posts a lot, right? So he'll, like, scold you for, like, liking or retweeting something he's doing. Well, it's oh, just, I love that. Now Bix is yeah. just an appliance merchant. Like he, That's true. He just yeah. does, like, appliance reviews and shit online. That's so sad. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yeah. He it, does articles. It's funny that, that he was, like, I honestly, like, two or three years ago, you would hear people be like, this guy is doing the real journalism yeah. in mm-hmm. the wrestling space. He was on true yeah. yeah, yeah, he yeah. did do True and On. I meant to. I had Brace on my show a couple weeks ago. I meant to ask him why he didn't have me instead of Bix. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, really. I, I don't think I have the kind of expertise that Bix has about those. Oh, you can't read a Wikipedia article about <laughs> Rita Chatterton. I, I feel like yeah. you could. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did. They had him on. I couldn't. I, I actually was like, wow. Okay, well, you know. But he's a journalist, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. He exercises some kind of journalistic integrity, although, you know, he seems friends, seems to become friends with a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. I remember, <laughs> I remember during the pandemic, there seemed to be some kind of thing with GCW and fake uh, fucking like COVID cards and shit. And yeah. for some reason, he never reported on that. I don't know why that was. You know what I mean? It's so funny that there's a guy out there that you can just become his friend and he won't say anything <laughs> yeah god i wonder if in the world of professional wrestling if that's kind of a bad thing <laughs> it's so funny though because like anybody could be a fucking wrestling journalist like it takes nothing like there was mm. i think it was like a, a wrestle purist uh tweet and it, it was something like big things are happening right so i quote yeah. tweeted it and i just put the eyeball emojis and i said folks if my sources are true this is huge and i had people dming me Saying like, oh, what is is Punk going to WWE? What is it, bro? I was like, that's how easy it is to be a fucking wrestling journalist. Like, it's the easiest lie. It's the easiest racket in the entire world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it's guessing. I I think I don't. I never like. I mean, other than there's like a few accounts that just straight up lie, which I love. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> like slice wrestling. Zero news. He's he's no, awesome. No, I, zero news is the greatest. I was trying to get him on this show, but he ghosted me. 
Oh, yeah. he, he was like lined up to do it, but like he fucking ghosted me after a little while. I guess like maybe I gave up the game at some point and he, and he figured out we were a bunch of goofsters. But uh... <laughs> Zero News would be I love Z- like just a guy who makes up something that is so like I'm not like an expert, but mm-hmm. I do read, you know, a lot of I read like the observer and stuff like that. So I do kind of know what's going on, but like one person, like a person could read like the after mags and know that the guy is making that stuff. (laughs) It's so stupid. (laughs) You can read WWE.com official communications (laughs) and have a better handle on the inner workings of the wrestling world. zero. I'll, I'll tell you guys, this was the funniest thing. I was listening to the post post wrestling, uh, review of that wrestle dream yeah yeah this guy calls in and he's like uh yeah man that last i was like man what's going on with this uh with the end of this show it's crazy they're beating them up who's gonna help them and then they do that uh then they do that thing that says coming soon or whatever the the grind tarantino thing and i'm like what is happening and then there's a guy and he gets in the car i'm like who is that? And then it's and then he's like, as soon as I saw Rated R, I knew it was Edge. And like, Jesus Christ, it took me that long. I was, I was unbelievable. You finally figured it out. So yeah, I figured it out when I saw it say Rated R Superstar on the road. It's like. What the fuck would he would have done if they didn't get the fucking copyright for that one? If they didn't let the copyright left. Could it have been. Like. I don't know who else it could have been. Well, you know, there was a lot of people who were like, up until I saw Edge, I was sure it was Sammy Callahan. (laughs) Really? That would have been funny. (laughs) Could you imagine? (laughs) Mm -hmm. I would have loved it. Hottest new tag team, uh, Sting and Sammy Callahan. Oh, God, I would have loved that. Oh, my God. You have no idea how Sammy Callahan showing up instead of Edge would have made me feel. Because I, I guess there is that rumor that Mox is trying to get him a job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just the, yeah, the new close. era is Sammy like Callahan. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, wasn't there a story last week about WWE being interested in him, too, which is crazy. Like they had that, him. I know they had Solomon Crow. He no. was great. I, I actually had to pretend like I liked him for a period. They of time. had him. Oh, damn. You know, they dressed him up in, in uh, as a leprechaun. He was under the ring. <laughs> <laughs> he, looked, he looked like Bam Bam from the Flintstones. <laughs> it was so cool, man. That's the, that might be the worst looking guy I've ever seen in professional wrestling. Like Looks that, even worse now. That like get- I just saw him the other day on that news story. I was like, "That's what he looks." He, oh yeah, he looked like a fire hydrant when he was in WWE, <laughs> but now he he didn't even look like that anymore. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> he looked like a mailbox. Mm, I, but man, when they had him all painted up orange with that little singlet on, holy god, shit. that's so funny. Yeah, and he was a hacker for like two days, and then they were like, <laughs> "Nah, you know what? There's nothing here." How would that work? <laughs> Yeah. How do you make that a pro wrestling thing? Is he going to make a fucking light fall down on you by pressing the fucking release switch on a computer? Every time He's I hear sorry. about Sammy Callahan, I think at the time I was at this show with a friend of mine and like he's not really a wrestling fan, so he was just outside, you know, smoking weed and he walks up to me like, "Hey, some dude just tried to like bum weed off of me." And I told him to fuck <laughs> off and he points him out and I'm like, <laughs> 
dude, that's one of the guys who's going to be wrestling tonight. <laughs> that's oh, my awesome. God. It's so it, – if, if Mox succeeds in getting him hired, it's going to make me – I mean, because nobody's going to care about that guy. There, there just isn't anything he can really do that – will make people go nuts, but I'll go nuts because he'll, he'll bleed all over the place. That's something I was saying about, uh, I was talking, I was doing the POD cast, one of my other shows earlier today. And I was talking about it with Dan, um, the producer of the show. And I was like, uh, listen, a lot of people are like, why would you sign a 50 year old Adam Copeland? And I said, I don't like anything more than a 50-year-old man slicing his head open and bleeding off. Oh, it's so cool. Place. 100%. Like, that is <laughs> that's like the perfect pro wrestling thing and for the me. the beta blockers that, make him bleed more, too. It's so fucking awesome. True. Yeah. I mean, when you're watching, like, um, uh, like they don't have a lot of the 50-year-old bleeding guys. Mm-hmm. They got Edge. And I I think Sting would bleed if they put him in like a real match. Yeah. And Christian doesn't bleed. So it's like I think I like the AEW era of the fifty year old. Like <laughs> yeah. I think I like it a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They had uh Chris Jericho in there with Nick Gage getting sliced up. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. That was the coolest. Like shit right ever. after yeah. his fifty either his fiftieth or fifty first birthday, that was like his first match. <laughs> Dude, Chris Jericho's so cool, man. He's awesome. He's the best. I love Jericho. Dude, I, I think it's crazy how many people hate that guy and think he's like trying to get him over and stuff like that. It's like the more I'm in like management, they... the more I respect latching onto young talent as a way of making yourself look good. Like it's so fucking money, dude. <laughs> yeah. I don't even feel like he, I mean, he loses all the fucking time. He, you know what he's yeah. doing? He's doing the thing like I always thought I don't like Triple H or really much of anything in WWE, but like something that I always liked about him is like in the time when it counted, he didn't let anybody win. He buried fucking everybody he came in contact with. But then when he found out that people don't like him for that reason, he started doing jobs and people were like, oh man, this guy, you know, he's doing jobs to the younger talent now. It's like, no shit, because that's what makes him. Again, yeah. another one of the like the the, exactly, the yeah. top guys. It's it's almost like uh, uh, he had he just knows what to do. And now, for some fucking reason, people respect him as like this great wrestling mind. <laughs> and it's like he fucking he was beating like tag like he ran through the tag division and like uh, handicap matches and shit, <laughs> which is funny. But again, like. I yeah, no, he was just ruining that company. I for, respect it, for like dude. The better part of ten. Oh years. no, I, yeah. I, I, if I had the stroke to just like never lose, you bet your fucking ass I'm gonna do that. That's so fucking cool, dude. That's fair. I like guys that won't lose. I like, I liked Josh Barnett yesterday so much, getting his heat yes. back at the end. Yes. Like, just like he loses. And he gets the mic, and you can clearly tell he did not know what he was going to say. And uh, that's one of the things I dislike Bobby Fish. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But when he kicked out of the GTS oh, baller the shit count of three, I was like, yeah. Bobby Fish, you're the man yes. for that Hardcore. One. Well, <laughs> Josh Barnett getting his heat back after like losing in a six-minute match is literally the only thing Antonio Noki would have approved of, of the, on that <laughs> entire show. 
<laughs> it was it 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 was him getting the mic and saying like hey like treating Claudio like he's like a young man. <laughs> yeah. And it's yeah. You know what I mean? Like, hey buddy, you're getting there and you're doing really good, you know? It's like Claudio's almost he just almost retired before he signed here. Also, Barnett made a post after uh, after the match, and it, it sounds like he won. Like, if you didn't fucking watch it yourself. I got it right here. Claudio was all I hoped to find in the ring, and even more so. Arguably more than even he knows lies still within him. Fights like these are something that will get me grab my boots and travel to any corner of the globe. I live for it. Thank you. Thank AEW for providing such a field of battle for us to wage war. It oh. was a pleasure and doubly so to do it in my hometown. Claudio, we'll meet again, my friend. Keep raising the bar because I'll always be waiting. Onward to countless battles. And it's it's Claudio raising his hand. <laughs> like, if you didn't watch the show, you would just presume that Barnett won. Oh, the master. That's, yeah. The so master. The master. <sighs> Yeah. God, that's so fun. He's so good. A real worker. I, I, I also find it great that he's trying to get signed. Yeah. And here's the thing. If he gets signed and they put him, like, here's what I do. I sign him. I put him right into a feud with fucking Jay White. Yes. So that because of that. Over JR. Yeah. 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 That incident that happened. You put him in and people, because, because like he was really acting like an old wrestler last night. Yeah. And, mm -hmm. like, it made me realize that when he did the thing with JR, it's because in his mind, he was like, well, what am I supposed to, you know, if this happened in real life, would I just sit here and let it happen? No, I would get up and go in the ring, so he got up and did it. I, beat the fuck out of this guy. You don't touch JR. He's a legend. I was in He's the building. Legend. I was in the building for, oh, yeah. for when Josh Barnett stood up against Jay White. And you could have told me Hulk Hogan and Jesus just showed up in the ring. The crowd was electric. They wanted to see Jay White get his throat ripped out by <laughs> they gotta do this it. former UFC job guy. Well, that's what it is, right? Like, everybody just wants to see something real. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's why that whole punk thing, that, that's why people were so mad about that whole punk thing, which, in the end, when I think about it now, is very funny mm -hmm. that... Uh, <laughs> I know that everybody I this gets me yelled this will get me yelled at but the young bucks made him so mad that he got fired. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they did. I don't know who won in the end. It's like the young bucks made him so mad that he's going to go have to wrestle in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> I've never been that mad at anybody in my entire life, man. No, and then when, you know, it's going to be beautiful when He's oh. in Saudi Arabia cutting like a promo oh. and, and like all the people are like, if the Young Bucks didn't fuck with him, he wouldn't have to do something <laughs> like this. You know? yeah. It's so funny because like only wrestling nerds gave a shit about that. Like well, yeah. we were so we all went to All Out when the first like bullshit happened backstage. Yeah. And we're we in the back. We're all out. We yeah, we're, we yeah, we did. Yeah. We're in the back seat, like listening to the shit happen, like on the way back to our hotel because it's oh, like a fuck, fucking hour away. <laughs> and like, first of all, before we even get to the like car, we already heard what had happened. So we're in the crowd, and there's a guy like chanting CM Punk, and I have to like hold Kurt back like a rabid Chihuahua <laughs> from attacking this guy. We get in there, and then like we're hearing all this bullshit, and like 
me, Kurt, and Jagger like pissed. We're like, man, this is supposed to be a good show, and they fucking ruined it, and blah blah no, blah blah. Not, blah. N- not even that. When you first said punk, like went off script. You used the Owen Hart voice. You like used the Jim <laughs> Ross Owen Hart. Voice. You're like punk. Just uh, just went off script backstage. <laughs> She shot on all the other wrestlers. So we're sitting we're sitting back there and complaining, and you know, this was my bachelor trip, so I had two of my friends in the front seat, they were driving, and they're regular ass dudes. Just regular <laughs> yeah. like oh, no. country dudes, like never really watched wrestling, and we're sitting here, we're like, I'm pissed that I spent all the money for this fucking show because we had decent seats. And then like my friends in the front were like, I don't know what you guys were talking about. That shit was fun. It was a great time. And I was like, oh, all right. Yeah, we're just fucking nerds. Like, I thought yeah, the show, the was, show fun. was fun. <laughs> I do think every, I do think even regular fans wanted to, kind of wanted to see that feud. I just, for some reason in my mind was like, listen, I'd really like to see, you know, punk versus Kenny Omega or whatever, whatever the, the FTR and punk versus, uh, the Bucks and Kenny Omega or what like yeah. it would be something to see, but there's almost something funnier that they will not let him have that. Absolutely. And he's like thrashing and kicking and screaming and doing everything he can. I mean, he definitely came back and got fired on purpose. Like hundred oh, percent. There's yeah, just yeah. no fucking way he wasn't because he seemed like out of it anyway when he came back. Like he didn't fucking care anymore. He's he's trying to he's trying and like finding out that like he was trying to work first he comes out and does the counterfeit bucks line (laughs) for a match that was never going to happen and he fucking knew it wasn't going to happen but he was he thought i'll i'll work them into doing a match with me and then he's the man the the real world title which was him trying to get a match with mjf and mjf said no (laughs) he ignored it yeah mjf said he's not gonna do it (laughs) it's like uh god damn this i mean Listen, I all these people that are like, you know, oh, you know, Tony Khan's a pussy and for saying his life was in danger. It's like, I mean, he's tougher than Tony Khan. I would say yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean? I think CM Punk is, and he's just, I mean, like, I'm a big workers' rights guy, obviously. Mm-hmm. He was back there trying to get people fired and like, yeah, he was old school like politics. It's like. Yeah. Sitting around and listening to people give the woke case why, you know, oh, the Bucks got him fired for trans rights. It's like, no, they didn't. That is not what happened. Like, mm-hmm. they got him fired because he's a fucking dick and he was running around backstage punching people. <laughs> <laughs> Beating I up children. <laughs> I, yeah, and I love, I love his, I think his style is like my favorite sort of wrestling style. Because he bleeds everywhere. Yeah, and I just I like that like uh uh you know, 90s like early 90s WCW kind yeah. of style that's like just bleeding and punches and then like scoop slam every once in a while. <laughs> like yeah, yeah, yeah. that's kind of my favorite thing. I re- I really like like my style that I enjoy seeing is the guys that are like uh out there working. Like I'm going to do the least amount to get the maximum amount of cheers. And I always I always felt that with punk. And you don't feel that with, like, almost anybody that's doing it now. Is like they would rather do too much yeah. mm-hmm. and get cheers for the spots rather than just, like, you know, kind of fuck around. And, yeah. uh, and it's also a hard style because, like, if you remember, near the end of uh, Triple H's run, he was trying to do that 
like Harley Race style. It was fucking god awful, and really? terrible, and nobody liked it. Do you think? Do you think Triple H was in the Harley Race? I never really figured that. I don't know. <laughs> well, it was just that. Like, so subtle. Man, the Batista match was terrible, but do you yeah. guys remember the the Roman Reigns? That oh, that's ended stunk. WrestleMania. That's stunk, dude. It's one of the worst matches I have ever seen. Now I'm going to have to watch that one, too. Absolutely heat, too funny. heatless main event. Oh, man. That was actually, like, when I got back into wrestling. Because, you know, I was in it when I was, like, a fucking young fella. But um, when I was doing stand-up, a friend of mine would have pay-per-view parties. So, like, it was, like, 2015 I started watching again, which is such a bizarre time to get back into wrestling. I did, too. Yeah? I think me and you probably stuck. Because I started watching um, after the Bri- Daniel Bryan, like, yeah. WrestleMania 30 was the first WrestleMania I watched, and, and then I was into Because I watched it when I was, like, eight, and then also during the Attitude Era when I was, yeah. like, 18, 19, 20. Yeah, same. Like, once Triple H started, like, going over everybody all the time, like, 2003, 2004, that's when I, like, I was like, all right, there's other stuff I could be doing with my time on a <laughs> on a Monday and a Thursday night rather than this, you know what I mean? But, uh, I, but yes, one of, go ahead. One of the most enduring uh, memories of 9-11 for me is wwe coming back first that show was that's crazy crazy, yeah for me yeah just for me it was mostly the twin towers but i yeah i (laughs) I could see that well i mean i do remember like the day of it all happening but i i just have this thing where it's like people that weren't that were young when it happened maybe don't know that like all of the stations turned into news for like four days and then smackdown came on it was like the first thing that wasn't news and uh i gotta watch that show that's probably very weird too yeah yeah do you ever listen to the uh the lapsed fan podcast i love that fucking show hell yeah it's a great podcast they did a uh, i think it was like a three episode series in the 9-11 episode and it was crazy, some of this different stuff that the guys had to do. Like, because, like, they were on the road when they found out about it. And they just had to stay in the city they were in, like, in the middle of fucking nowhere, some fucking airport hotel. And they had to, like, make this other show. And it was, like, the first, like, gathering of over so many people. And, yeah, then Stephanie fucking compares it to the steroids. God, that's so fucking cool, dude. Such a I mean... baller move. And then it wouldn't be the last time the Saudis get them stuck somewhere. Hey! <laughs> Boom! Let's fucking go. Got him! Let's fucking go, murder. Brother. <laughs> well, yeah, it was, uh, uh, it, it was just weird that it was kind of the first thing. And mm. so, like, I just remember being in this fucking haze where everybody was just watching TV. And it was all the news, and it was the same shit over and over again. And then, boom, you got wrestling. And it's like, okay, well, I like wrestling, so I'll watch this. I don't think it was very good. My favorite Laps fan thing is definitely the uh, Hulk Hogan stuff, the TNH thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I literally want to get a hold of them and ask them where they got their Bubba audio. Like, I've thought about DMing them and asking them. Oh, or yeah. messaging them on uh, Patreon and asking them where they got their... Because they got Bubba Audio I never could find. Well, they owe me a fucking favor, so I can look into it if, <laughs> if you want. Uh, they were missing an episode of Brook Knows Best that goes into... You uh, found that? Yeah, that was me. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> yeah, I got my sources, baby. You know what I mean? I'm hitting the Yeah, paper. I want... I. It seems like they have a more complete... 
It seems like they have a lot more complete uh, collection of Bubba the Love Sponge than I do, and I have an extremely Why would you large... do that to yourself, man? <laughs> but there's periods of it that I don't have, and I would really like to get my hands on. I, like, I don't think they... I, I don't know if they got it, but they seem to have known a Bubba guy. I fucking If I could Bubba. get my hand on 2002 Bubba the Love Sponge, that would really improve my life. <laughs> That's such a weird statement. I have such a visceral hatred for that motherfucker. You don't like Bubba? No! He's the only guy I fell in love with on Shocktober. There's one guy that I, like, truly, in the end, will ride for forever. Never listened to him before Shocktober. But once we did Shocktober, I was like, this guy is probably... I just believe everything he says. I believe the story about the sex tape that his side of the story about the sex tape. Like I do believe him. And you know, my co-host, he definitely made that to just pound off to it. That wasn't a blackmail thing. Like I know. And somebody did steal it for sure. Like somebody stole it because he hung, I mean, hanging out with all of not just Florida scumbags. Like, yes, we can say Florida scumbags, but Mm. the most Florida scumbags. Like, he was hanging out. He was at the top of the Florida scumbag. Like, (laughs) like, and Tampa, too. Like, Tampa, Florida. Shout out to Haley, listener to the show from Tampa, Florida. (laughs) He's one of the biggest scumbags in Tampa, Florida. (laughs) Yeah, but that's saying something. And it was just like, I knew those guys stole it. Everybody thinks he's lying. Uh, but he won in court, actually, too. Yeah. Where they right. said, like, it got stolen from him by. It's so bad. Cowhead stole it. Or Spice Boy stole it. <laughs> Spice him and Cowhead shopped it. Oh, wow. Oh, well, that's what happened to fucking Pamela Anderson and Tommy Lee, right? Like, mm-hmm. like their their shit got jacked. Like, this thing does happen. Theirs was in, theirs was in a safe. Uh, Bubba had it in a drawer at work at a radio station. <laughs> <laughs> Labeled Hogan fuck tape for jacking yeah. off later. <laughs> Hogan boner jams. <laughs> I do want. I did want to see Hulk Hogan have sex so bad. Oh, I bet you it's terrible, dude. It's got to be insane mm-hmm. what he's up to in there. I bet he gets gas like mad quick. I bet you it's a yeah, oh, God, yeah. lot of belly to belly. A lot of belly to belly going on. <laughs> belly to belly. I just assume there's he doesn't move. Yeah, like yeah. the it's all upon the woman to do all of the work. One hundred, you know, because he can't move. He, well, he, he might just be no. flexing it in there, just you know, pulsing. <laughs> that would be cool. Yeah. yeah, just his dick is like has a muscle. Like yes, dude. <laughs> Bicep. He's just the he's steroids. He's got his urethra. He's soaking on a level that the Mormons can't even comprehend. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, hope he turns uh, Scientologist. That's like oh man. My, now that it seems like a possibility, it's like it just seems like something a wrestler would it's do. T- it's terrible that uh, Hogan's not boys with Beefcake anymore because that was who was bouncing on the bed for him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Beefcake, man, did you see that uh, that dark yes. side of the ring? Oh, yeah. Where Beefcake was with his wife? Yeah, what a looker. Oh, <laughs> That's some of the weirdest shit I have. That was unsettling. I've, yeah. The whole thing. Because she was like telling stories that weren't good stories, you yeah. know? But like, you know how sometimes you'll meet somebody and they'll be like, uh, 
they'll be like, yeah, man, we went out and we kicked this fucking guy's ass and like all this stuff. But they say it like it's cool. Yeah. And you're like, wow, you know, wow, you went there. But it's really <laughs> dark. You did that <laughs> as an adult man. Wow. <laughs> cool. It felt her stories all felt really dark, but told in a way that's like uh uh isn't that neat and funny it's like no i don't no. like that at all you know th- that that <laughs> felt a little cuckish there too like their dynamic like when she was talking about the other wrestlers it's like oh like mm. this is just a thing that happens in the wrestling community i guess yeah the- well i don't think beefcake had any choice but for whatever woman he was sleeping with to also sleep with hulk hogan you know what i mean like that's yeah. like prima nocta shit like He'd like he'd come in with like the old oh, brother brother. <laughs> Jimmy Hart <laughs> cheering him on with the Stacey megaphone. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, get in there. Get I in. would, I would like to like learn more about this relationship <laughs> between uh, the Brutus Beefcake and his wife for mm-hmm. some reason. Just because like it feels like to me. And I would never do. I've been at your. Well, I'm a guest on this show, uh, but like I've been asked to be a guest. Imagine you're asked to be a guest on a show, mm. and they're like, "I gotta have my wife here." I would have been okay with that. I would have been fine with that. Not a problem. They're for certainly, me. <laughs> uh, upside down pineapple types. Yeah. Yes, they are. Lifestyle. Well, Tampa is the capital of that shit. Yeah. You know. 100%. There's like so many. I've heard that there's more swingers clubs in Tampa than like in whole states. Jesus. Everything I learn about this just city it just sounds so terrible. I want to go. go there yeah! and hang out with <laughs> Bubba the Love Sponge. I used to go to Tampa all the time for work. It's it's like a different universe there. Like it's it's mm. so cool. And then like you got like Clearwater, which is next to there, which. Like, Clearwater is fun until you realize that there's, like, a thin, like, you know how when you go to, like, industrial towns and there's, like, a film on everything from the grime and the yeah. grit? It's that way, but with Scientology and Clearwater. Like, yeah. there's just, mm. like, a weird Stepford Wives-esque type, I don't know, the people to there don't have souls in their eyes. <laughs> it is also, isn't it the most strip clubs per capita? Yep. In Clearwater? the country to and and tampa yeah. oh tampa yeah so basically tampa is the sex city yeah mm. which well because you know, you you're into that yeah, fine yeah you get a lot of uh baseball teams that go there in spring training so like of course they just pop these strip clubs up because the players are away from their families and mm-hmm. you know they get to fuck on some i'm searching i'm searching my favorite uh lifestyle uh vloggers to see if they've gone to tampa <laughs> Yeah, I was going to uh, say, like, if you keep an eye out, you might see uh, fucking Brutus and his wife on some kind of, like, leftist poly podcast, you know what I mean? On Talking Tom about and their... Bunny. Maybe he's yeah, on Tom, Tom and Bunny. The, roof, the rooftop resort lifestyle lifestyle resort. This looks like it's in Tampa. Yeah, they did one in Tampa. Me and Chris have actually watched this. Oh, Hollywood, Florida. Me and mm. Chris watched this one, and it is one of the more skeevy swingers clubs although it seems like all of, yeah. all of the swingers clubs are a little like it, they look like they're in like old big donald's mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. and they like painted all the walls black and <laughs> like, that's what it is that's it's just somebody's that's ass hanging out the drive through just <laughs> <laughs> that's why i think matt riddle's gonna be such a fascinating follow for the next couple of years because like he was in wwe the most like clean sanitized company 
for like you know was like five or six years like quite a while but Riddle. like yeah the whole time he was just posting instagram stories for him at fucking porno conventions with like male porn stars he was hanging out with and now the fucking leash is off he can <laughs> run nobody wants him or no. okay i, I guess dave wants him to get hired in AEW or yeah. New Japan. I, I, the, the funny thing, somebody, like I had heard that Dave said, you know, you bring him Hello? in and you say one mistake and you're done. <laughs> and it's like, but he's already made like a bunch, a hundred mistakes. Like, yeah. One more of like, I mean, like. That was the deal they gave to... Punk. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> they one did give mistake. Punk two chances. They That's should. True. You know, they should. You yeah, know what they what? should do with Riddle? He should be hmm. the modern day Val Venus. Absolutely. He could be. He could be. He should be. He should go. I I mean, my dream is that he goes to NWA and uh, he's just like Billy Corgan's top guy. He like (laughs) takes Tyrus's spot. I would pay money to see. I'd pay money to see Riddle on fucking uh, Fox News. That would be so fucking hilarious. Well, I mean. There he is. He, he is. He's headed in the direction of like guy that gets canceled and is now conservative. Like he's moving mm-hmm, yeah. that way. You but know? he's too horny for that, man. You can't be fucking conservative guy who's coming all the time. I mean, no, nah, you could be a libertarian, bro. Yeah, well, no, I guess. Yeah, you can. That was Joey Ryan's whole thing. He was like, he was literally the porno guy, and now he's. But didn't he become conservative after he got fucking took down? Christian yeah, now. exactly. Yeah, he got canceled. Right. Now he's like, I'm here to talk to you about uh, the Lord Jesus Christ. He's got his hair cut, no mustache. Mm-hmm. He got fired I mean, from Disney. Really... <laughs> yeah, and he keeps getting jobs. He <laughs> keeps showing up in movies, <laughs> and people are like, no. <laughs> Every time, every once in a while, I'll see a Joey Ryan shows up in movies. I and I, I love when people are like, "AEW's got to get the uh, uh, somewhere to put their video library." And I was like, "I don't think they want people watching all in." Yeah. <laughs> 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 like, you look at that, and you're like, "Fuck!" I mean, I think about that all in, and the funniest thing I think about is that uh, the person that ruined the show. Was fucking Marty Skrull. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> he had to go 40 minutes with Okada. Had to get to his shit in. Silent crowd. One of the <laughs> most boring matches I've ever seen live. I Like, I was at the show, oh. and I didn't want to see the match anyway. You know, mm. I didn't like the... I was very not into the British. Like, the thing where all of a sudden all the British guys are, like, the most important. Yeah. And, and I didn't... And wrestling in a I, very British yeah, way. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> fuck the British as a whole. Not even just wrestling. I think we can we can all agree there. Thank you. And but it was like he was one of the ones I liked the least because it was at a time where I was like more into work rate. Yeah. Mm. And uh he just kind of stomped around a lot and uh yeah. made noises and I I just thought he stunk. And uh when he got I, I mean, I had heard about the stuff too, and uh I just I think about Tony Khan like, man, he he probably was going to offer him money for sure. But he was signed at ROH um, and, you know, he signed Jimmy Havoc. It was like, you can't have any of these no. British guys around. That didn't work out so good. In, yeah. Got his ass beat by Havoc the commentator. Picture, man, that Jimmy Havoc picture in, in like his oh, the gas station. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> that is like, man. That's an all-timer wrestling picture, I swear to it God. Is. Yeah. <laughs> it is. But um, Maybe save some money. Absolutely. But, uh, yeah, uh, fucking good good pull on Matt Riddle being the new Val Venus because, uh, I don't know if you know, Brian, but we have a little segment around here. And uh, that segment is called Spotlight on Val Venus. What's he up to? I love that guy. Hell yeah. So this is Spotlight on Val Venus. It's the most popular segment of the Steam Sheet if I put it in the show. My buddy Wayne will listen to it. Now, for your purposes, Brian, Wayne is my real-life friend from college who does not follow wrestling at all, but watched during the Attitude Era, and he loves Val Venus and didn't know anything about him beyond that. So he was like, you should talk about Val Venus on the show. I was like, all right, buddy, no problem. Let's see what he's up to in 2023. <laughs> and uh, so we uh, keep track of disgraced former pro wrestler Sean Morley, a.k.a. Val Venus, and see what he's up to. And uh, we've got a nice selection of stuff here today. So first off, uh, Val Venus writes on June 8th, 2017, do hashtag marijuana prohibition laws really apply to you? Question marks. Believe it or not, but hashtag weed laws do not apply to anyone. Stay tuned for more. What do you think his secret knowledge was there? I love Libertarian. Yes. He's so, he's so cool, dude. The The funniest thing of is like, I hate the police, right? Mm-hmm. The uh, very leftist podcast for Big a very same. long time. Yeah. Um, hate the fucking police. But every time you see a guy driving with like a piece of cardboard that on instead of a license plate that says you don't have any power over me because of maritime law and then refuses to roll his window down and then they zap him with a taser so good that's funny to me every time and it makes me feel bad to be laughing but it's like i think of it as like how annoyed would you be you have to deal with a guy like that that oh or God. like didn't he get busted filming in the post office oh he's been busted filming in the post office <laughs> he was secretly recording his own traffic court uh, proceedings <sighs> he was arguing with the guard like not like the bailiff or like anybody in the court but the guy who does security outside he was getting in his face and recording him when he was going into his traffic court fucking thing uh he loves the the system of law and has believed that he's gamed it it's, fully he is it's so funny he's a vessel operating in international he's water. a sovereign citizen yeah, arizona yeah, he's a sovereign citizen yeah, yeah. it's so of funny because Tempe, like arizona the the local courts obviously know this guy and uh one point val walks in with a camera and he's demanding to talk to the solicitor general right and you could tell he's like he's amped himself up he's ready for confrontation camera's fucking shaking and he's like yeah i want to talk to so and so and the attendant was like all right her office is down the hall and then like he just stops because he was so ready for a fucking confrontation he had no clue how to deal with somebody just like over his shit and just letting him fucking knock the toys all over the ground he's annoying he's just it it's like i i see a world where like something like that like i see a world where it's kind of brave to do that stuff, but they're always doing it for the worst fucking reason. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? 100%. They're not like st- waiting outside somebody's apartment who's going to get evicted and being like, you don't have the right to displace these people or anything like that. No, they're pissed off. They got fucking like popped for going through a red light. And so they're going to like 
try to fucking delegitimize the entire court system. They're mad about yeah, to pay great. fifty dollars. Hey, if they're going in there and annoying the awful people, then good on them. It's when they go to the post office and mm-hmm. they're annoying the guy that just wants to just just he just works at the post office, man. He doesn't. <laughs> He he didn't write the Constitution, yeah. and he probably has never read it before. <laughs> They're mad about three things: fucking weed laws, uh, having to have a license to drive, and the age of consent. That's it. That's three yep. tricks. That's all they got. Those are their Pulling issues. Pulling out yeah. sovereign citizen laws to the clerk at the DMV because <laughs> you didn't pay your so taxes I... that year. You need a sticker. So I, I have a brother-in-law who's a sovereign citizen hell yeah um he does not like me at all <laughs> oh. uh because he was also for people who listen to my old show he was a flat earther oh nice oh, wow. we did like bits about flat earth on the old show and he thought i was making fun of him when really we were doing it before i knew he was a flat earther and yeah. also it's very funny to be a flat earther I'm sorry, sorry buddy you didn't invent it all right like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. well it's like guy. uh yeah, you don't believe in gravity. That's very funny to a guy like me who believes in gravity. <laughs> and uh, one day he was talking. I was talking, you know, I don't like the police. They, you know, they beat up, you know, they beat up young black men and, and like all that stuff. You know, and I get through the whole thing. And he goes, you know what? I don't like the police either. And let me show you why. And he handed me a 60 page on printer paper thing that was like some of it was in all caps some of it was lowercase some of it was written to look like the constitution letters and it was like just the most insane screed that was almost impossible to read because there were no there was no punctuation and no capital letters or or lowercase letters he's got a cormac mccarthy style manifesto that's scary (laughs) dude And he's just like, see, they can't do. If you read this, you'll realize that they can't do anything to you. And I'm like, no, they can shoot you with their gun. Yeah. They have a gun and they can shoot you with They'll it. Beat the fuck out of you for like no yeah, reason. They can kick the shit out of you. They and don't that's care, the thing dude. those people don't understand. They're like, they yeah. think there's a magic set of words where you bring up maritime law and, you know, the police have to leave you alone. And they the just shut like, God down. damn it. Like a fucking you're tied robot. by hands here. Every time mm-hmm. I, I I hear of them reciting maritime law, I think of uh, when George Michael was a kid on fucking Arrested yeah. Development. He's a fucking right. maritime lawyer. Yeah. Speaking go, of go, yeah. Uh, Val Venus and the police, can I can I read this tweet I linked? Oh, please do, please so do. So I want to take bets. You at home, take bets on if this happened. Um. Okay. So Val Venus, the big Val Boski, at Val Venus Int on uh, April 24th, 2023, at 2.11 p.m. says, I walked into McDonald's for a coffee and some bootlicking cop supporter walked up to me saying, Hey man, I watch your Top Shelf Anarchy YouTube channel. <laughs> when I said... Okay. When I, okay. When I said... Thanks, man. The guy says, <laughs> I can't wait till you get arrested and <laughs> made into an example. He then stormed <laughs> out the door. <laughs> he didn't oh, even Val. get his McDonald's. <laughs> no. He was he was he knows Val Venus gets his McCafe coffee at two o'clock PM every day and he was waiting for him. 
Dalvin is just making up things that happens in his mind <laughs> so he can post about them is so sad. He, he's so cool, he, dude. Uh, we're trying we're trying to get him on the show so hard. We need to talk to him, dude. I've never like, That stuff freaks me out, but good luck. I've never <laughs> seen someone who wants to get shot by the police so badly. Yeah, well, it's yeah. so fucking to funny. Be an example. Yeah, like he he makes all these posts about hating police, but like 2 days ago or a little while ago, September 2nd, he posts a video of himself. He's at a laundromat, um, which, you know, I. he's sitting there. He's getting pissed because a young family took his clothes out of the out of the washer and put them on top of the dryer. Right. Which we've all been there. Right. Like somebody's hogging up the space. You got to do that. He calls the fucking cops on him. <laughs> no. Yes. And he's sitting there and he said. <laughs> He's 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 bitching at this cop saying like I could show you the charge it's it's on my account this is theft this is theft you need to arrest them and they're like sir the charge from your account was that from your clothes going he's like yes and I paid for the entire time and that time extends to when the clothes are in there drying he's like well the 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 clothes are supposed to dry in the dryer he's like I have a system and they interrupted it <laughs> so the cops are like the cops are like look we're not we're not doing anything we're not doing anything so he starts screaming at him. And this is the first time that I've like actually heard somebody say this when they're angry other than like a 50s sitcom. But he just keeps repeating over and over, pound sand, pound sand, like right in the cop's ah, fucking face. This is the cop's face here in the chat. You can see what, what he's looking <laughs> He's like. just so over his shit. Like, he's... Why is he calling the police if he's, and, and probably to prove, right? Like yeah. he's, he's trying to prove that the police won't do anything. Yeah. And why... How did he not make enough money to have? See, a that's what I was gonna say. I was gonna say that originally, but then you know, he did have a drug addiction, so that's a real problem. That happens. Okay. Um, he actually started a foundation. If you go on his LinkedIn, he's been employed there for fourteen years. Uh, called Stop the Scripts. Um, the DNS goes nowhere, so that website is defunct. But. <laughs> Oh, that's good. He's still claiming it on his LinkedIn. He's still employed there. Um, mm -hmm. It's funny. All of his DNSs are, are actually defunct. They all don't work anymore. Average weed Damn. head can't afford a dryer. <laughs> Got him. Yeah, Marijuana get a, get addiction. Get a washer and dryer, brother. <laughs> okay. Get yourself a washer and dryer. We're... we're, we're I can't believe I can afford one. He <laughs> has to be able to. I don't think his landlord will let him put it in. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Does he have like a um? He has like a, a like a stream, right? Yeah. Or is it just a YouTube show? Sometimes it's it's uh, really really inconsistent. Like because like love that. we're 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 the internet's top Venusologists. So like, <laughs> if if there is a stream, if there's a Twitter space, if there's this or that. Like we're gonna make our best effort to be there, but he he starts and stops ideas so often that like it's hard to get a bead on anything that he's doing because he just like he's he's expecting any project he takes on to like just boom take mm -hmm. off right away. He's back to being Valvians from nineteen ninety nine. He's got all the money in the world. If that doesn't happen in like two streams, he's done. He's he walks away. It's old. He's into. He's had three. <laughs> Well, this is another yeah. reason why he might not have a, a washer and dryer. He's into homesteading now. So, mm -hmm. oh, I love. That. Yeah, he's oh, he. My in-laws are. There. Yeah, he linked up really? with a bunch of like uh -huh. libertarians in Arizona, 
which if you're going to homestead, don't do it in fucking Arizona. Like, you need air conditioning there to survive. Um, True. But they've got, like, this multi-level marketing scam going on where they're selling plots of land. And these la- the, the pieces of land are um, <clears throat> surrounded on all sides by BLM land. So you can't get a road into the ranch that they're living on. It's just completely isolated. They got it at some auction, and they're trying to sell uh, plots of these land for like $30,000. It's crazy. That's awesome. My in-laws are moving into a chicken coop. Nice. Uh, <laughs> as we speak right now. I mean, maybe not doing it, but yeah, they, they bought a chicken coop and are converting it into a tiny house. With oh, a yeah. composting toilet, so they're gonna have to shit basically <laughs> in a bucket, and uh, it's insane. That's gonna be so fun to visit Thanksgiving. I, I, I can't so go cool. because can't they're go? living on my brother-in-law's land, and he oh, hates me. That's, so that's too I, bad. It's Brian. Honestly, one of the best things that's ever happened to me is it <laughs> being Because <laughs> now that's I don't have to go bad. to her parents anymore. You don't have to doo-doo in the chemical toilet. <laughs> the chick, the, 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 the fucking chicken coop thing blew my mind. I was like, they fucking sold... Because they were living in a modular classroom for a few years. And then they were like, well, we'll sell that. I think it they sold it for like 50 grand, which mm. that's where they live. Yeah. That's not enough money for that. No, and so like they, uh, uh, yeah, they they decided they're prepping. I'm like, you're 70. Like, <laughs> if the apocalypse happens, you're, you're, you're fucked. Fuck. <laughs> you're gonna die. Yeah, you're gonna fucking die soon. Don't worry about it. The world, you're fucking up the world for like way later. Yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, yeah, they 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 gave. I told the story on something that they gave me and my wife homemade cough syrup for Christmas this Ooh. year. You got any of that lying around? Well, they put it in a bottle with a skull and crossbones on it, and uh, it says cough medicine. And when you smell it, it is not something to be fucked with. It smells like a lot. Brother, that sounds like a fun weekend. It's that libertarian fentanyl right there. I don't think there's any drugs in it. Oh! Because that's their thing. Their their thing is like, no, you can get drugs from plants. It's just like, you know what I mean? It's probably got like rosemary. Elderberry syrup. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the kind of stuff they do. They're they're like medicine now. It's like I have a, a brother-in-law who, my brother-in-law, there was a period where every time he got sick, no matter how bad it got, you know, bedridden, he'd be like, it's just, uh, I'll just smoke some weed. Hell yeah, dude. Uh, it's, it's from the earth. It's natural. Yeah. It's medicine. That's medicine. Dude. And then wheatgrass. We'll just have a bunch of wheatgrass. It's like, 100%. that's not going to do anything, man. But yeah, like what, that's what a dog just... does when it's sick is eat grass. Like, <laughs> yes, thank you. One hundred percent. Or yeah, but yeah, as a leftist podcaster, you know we're not politics experts here. We have our we have we have our, our leftist leanings, but we're not politics experts. But as a leftist podcaster, I just want to get your opinion on this Val Venus tweet from. Actually, it's not a tweet. It's from his gab. Oh, this is his gab on August twenty sixth. Uh, Val Venus Ant writes opinion based on heavy evidence. American human beings are being murdered by a global gang of communist thugs who want the herd of humans, parentheses, slave labor, reduced from 8 billion to 500 million by circa 2030. They want the entire planet to be their plantation with the remaining population digitally locked into 15-minute cities. We are at war. Man, a broken clock. 15-minute. (laughs) <laughs> the the fifteen minute city thing has been blowing my fucking mind. That it like be... somebody would. First of all, it's people that don't even live in the city. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They yeah. don't get, live in it or go to it. 
mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, they're going to make it so you can get around the city in 15 minutes. This is terrible. It's like, this is like good for the people that like live. Right. You know? If I can walk I, to the grocery store, I'm going to fucking kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> well, my in-laws also like are always worried because we live downtown and mm. uh, uh, my sister-in-law was going to go to a concert with my wife and her husband was like, I really rather you don't go. Downtown in Columbus, it's very dangerous. It's like I live here, I don't find it to be dangerous. I I go walk home and at midnight after going to the movies and stuff. Mm -hmm. But they're just they don't go downtown, so they don't know, and it just seems like the scariest place in the world to them. It's so great Mm -hmm. because I don't want them here anyway. It's so funny. It's a giant. I was just gonna say it's such a weak like. I want to say almost dog whistle for black people, right? Like that's that's really yeah. oh yeah, or yeah. homeless. Yeah. If somebody's homeless, like what I always think is they got asked for money. Yeah. 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 One hundred percent. Yeah. Or they got asked like if they wanted to buy a fucking what? What's the CD scam that they do in every city? Like the uh, oh, I this is my mixtape. Yeah, yeah, do you yeah, want it? Yeah. And you're mm-hmm. like uh, being polite. You're, you're being Midwestern polite, and then you're like, sure, and they're like, let me sign it. Uh, That'll be okay, fifty dollars. Like, okay. Every every time I you just hand it back. Every time I see an old conservative now, I'm just gonna walk up to them really aggressively and be like, "Hey, yo, who'd you check in with?" <laughs> <laughs> it is, it is like because like I had been on tour for like two years uh, with with Street Fight when I was when I was a leftist podcaster. I had been on tour so much, and I had been to like every city in the country, and in the end. What I found out is that they're all the fucking same. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. They all have all the same stuff in there. The there's a CVS. Also, there's a Walgreens. Like, it's all the same shit. Yeah. Also, I yeah. feel like fucking cities are safer than ever because, like, back in the day, like, you know, you would have different drug problems. But now fentanyl is the big thing. And if somebody has a problem with fentanyl, they're not bothering you at all. You can't get your hands on fentanyl, though. I'm telling you, I've been. I I would love to get my hands on a little bit of that. I got it when I got surgery, but I don't know if I really. Man, that's cool, isn't it? Like that. I remember uh, when I was 18, I had a kidney stone, Hmm. and I hadn't done many painkillers. That's what got me addicted to painkillers. Was that do it? Yeah. (laughs) And uh, my dad was at the hospital, which is weird because me and him don't. I like each other really, mm. but he was there to visit me because he probably felt some sense of sort of responsibility uh, duty to his yeah. son. And uh, the nurse comes in while I'm there, and she's giving me Dilaudid, and Party. in the in the fucking thing that uh, in the IV which rules. It's mm-hmm. truly I understand why people shoot up. Like I used to be like, why do you stick a needle in you when you could like snort it, or even if like you could eat it or something. Mm-hmm. And then they shoot it up in you when you're at the place and you're like, this is the greatest thing that's ever happened to me. <laughs> well, I start going like, oh, oh, oh. And the lady's like, are you OK? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. And she's like, this is do you want me to stop? It's only <laughs> a quarter of what you're supposed to have. And I was like, let it ride. Just <laughs> let her it, buddy. Oh, I was pressing that button the Hell whole yeah. time. They have that little button. And it's just like, oh, man, I can't wait till the." And then like the funniest thing was. I was in a hospital for a kidney stone and I was like, had him give me one of those IVs that you can push around. 
And I just sat outside and smoked cigarettes. Hell yeah. like, oh, that that sounds so until I could nice. come back in and ask for more. <laughs> that sounds so nice. It rules, man. I was just sitting on a bench outside in a hoodie and my uh, uh, gown, with a hoodie over my gown, holding the little thing and just smoking cigarettes and talking to people until it was like, I think it's been four hours. I'm going to go back upstairs and get some more of this. Uh, <laughs> just yeah. having a beautiful I'm really time. really enjoying Yeah. Yeah, it was like when I got surgery, my girlfriend, like, they didn't prescribe them because, like, up here, they don't give you nothing, like, in oh, Canada, it's right? It's over. Yeah, it's yeah. done. Uh, but, so, they gave me, like, some T3s or whatever, for the, which, you know, it worked well enough, but wasn't very fun. But my girlfriend got a couple Percocets off her friend, like, literally two, and I took one of them, and I was like, good call getting two. <laughs> good call getting two. I sat there for an hour and a half playing Spider-Man on the PS4. It's, like, one of my formative memories that i had at 30 years old man i can't get like it it just if they give me 10 i'll take 10 in the first day (laughs) like i just i cannot have i can't have that shit around i always talk about how when i get any kind of fun drugs i just treat them like antibiotics Mm -hmm. and take every single one of them (laughs) so there's none in the house you gotta take your course that's what they gave them to you (laughs) you know what i mean you you can't leave them around what if somebody takes them when they're not supposed to that'd be bad it is crazy because when i got hooked on uh painkillers like i had a kidney stone this this thing happened over like 60 days Mm -hmm. you know what i mean so it happens i go to the hospital and they're like you got a kidney stone Uh, piss through this funnel <laughs> until you see the kidney stone. And I was like, I'm not carrying around a piss funnel <laughs> with me. It's just never going to fucking happen. And so, like, I, I, I thought it passed because the pain all went away, but they had already given me, like, 25 Percocets. And uh, I was like, oh, okay, well, I'll just, you know, I'll keep these around. And then it happened again, like, two weeks later. where it was like oh my god i think i have another kidney stone went to the hospital they told me to piss in a funnel i didn't piss in the funnel (laughs) (laughs) because it was like take a funnel to work yeah i'm supposed to carry a piss funnel with me at work (laughs) Mm -hmm. and uh so they gave me 25 more percocets (laughs) and then uh i went home and i called them and i said these percocets don't feel like they're working anymore so they gave me 20 Percocet 10. Damn. Now boy. we're up in like that fucking getting close. There was a period over a month where I had 90 Percocets Gee that they had just whiz. given me in the early 2000s. It was like a 99 or 2000 that they were when people talk about how they were really uh, handing that stuff out. It's like I used to work with this guy who would his doctor would prescribe him fentanyl uh, lollipops. And uh, he would just bring them to work and give me one. Oh, shit. It's wild. You could go wild on fentanyl. Like, you could lick it four times and be lit up and then wrap it, put a thing on it, put it away, and then mm-hmm. come back later and lick it a few times. If you, get lots and it, of good th- sleep. If you want something like My that brother. in 2020, well, this was 2017, but I ended up going to, like, this therapist psychiatric thing in osaka and he basically just asked me hey what's your prescription i was like at first i was like i'm not on any prescriptions but then i was like wait he's not gonna check so i was like yeah uh, uh, two milligram uh 
uh, Xanax, uh, 60 days. I, I usually get a 60 day. And he was like, okay. Here you go. And, and that's that's how Jagger became the little peep. Of and the uh, yeah, on the script, it just said refill as needed. So I just kept going back. And oh, yeah, just, that's what's up. I want. I keep trying to talk my wife into taking a trip to Mexico. Like, we'll we'll be talking. I'm like, we should go to Mexico, and it, like, she's like, yeah, I do like the beach, and I'm like, I like to be able to buy the drugs. <laughs> <laughs> if I go to Mexico, I'm like getting really so much gear. I'm coming back like looking like the Hulk, dude. You're gonna look like Lex Luger, dude. Yeah. I'm getting I'm getting Xanax, and if I can get my hands on one of those fentanyl lollipops, I will purchase it because go uh, a long way. My brother actually had a patch at one point that he bought off of somebody. Because, like I said, they were just handing this stuff out at that time. Yeah, 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 Crazy. My brother gets a fentanyl patch. And instead of putting it on and being fucked up for, like, 16 hours. Did he smoke it? He cut it open and drank uh. it. <laughs> all of the fucked up right at the same time. And he told me he was, like, sitting in his chair and he would move his hand, and he wouldn't feel his hand move until, like, a second later. Like, he was so, his brain wasn't firing, like, feelings. Like, he was feeling feelings later than yeah, it actually ping. happened. He had 200 yeah. ping in his own brain. Yeah, my, my f- yeah, it was crazy. My friend's grandma it was, it used was... to have uh, fentanyl patches. And he would scrape bits of it off and put it in the dab rig, because it's like a jelly oh, type thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. God. My aunt was on them for a long time, too. Actually, my aunt was on uh, uh, fentanyl patches. She would lay in bed with a heating pad on it because they're heat activated. And uh, when her doctor died, uh, she went to the funeral and was crying harder than the doctor's (laughs) wife. She was fucking losing her mind at this funeral because she's like, I'm not going to get any more of these drugs. That's that's a sad day when the plug dies. That's a sad day. I know. 100%. And I can't get shit. I like no. I went to the I went to the doctor for anxiety over years and they're like, you have some of the worst panic attacks I've ever seen uh, here. Have some like just some bullshit like a uh, mm-hmm. quietapine or something. I'm like, I don't that's not going to get me fucked up. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Azam. <laughs> yeah, yeah get, the, just get the fuck out of my office, Apine. <laughs> You're not getting Ativan or Xanax You're, yeah. or Klonopin. You are not getting those things. No, sir. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us, uh, Brian. We really appreciate it. It's been very fun talking to you. And thank uh, you. I hope I wasn't a pain in the No, it was a great what? time. The fuck? Great time. Don't be ridiculous, man. We're so pleased to have you. Uh fucking patreon.com slash murder x Brian. Listen to Guys Plus. Listen to Shocktober as it comes out. Listen to old Shocktobers. Learn about the Grease Man. Learn about Bunny and oh, Tom. I love him. We guys, love listen to guys. A podcast about guys it is uh, weird. It's good. It's good. The best it's way good, I yeah. can describe it as uh, it's me uh, looking into different kinds of guys and really finding some freaks. I, I mean, and following them now, like David the Shark. I was checking in on him, <laughs> mm-hmm. and uh, for some reason, he changed his profile picture to a really handsome guy. <laughs> <laughs> but he still does videos <laughs> breaking still the illusion responds to like hot women on linkedin all day Hell yeah. so, That's so dope. i mean just finding guys like that and like uh tony k from vancouver is a guy i found on 
Yelp guys episode who would give a review of a restaurant one star, say the food was great. The service was great, but they were playing loud rock and roll music and the water was too cold. <laughs> That's we had awesome. a, yeah, we're obsessed with guys. Over we had a Yelp too. guy here in Atlanta that uh, he would send in reviews about how comfortable a place was to take a shit in. So like if you go That's to his nice. you go to his page and it's just like dozens of reviews about like the ply of the toilet paper and shit like that. It's honestly to me that was like need to know information. You know what I mean? True. True. I have a I have one coming out in like two weeks. Foodies oh. episode and and I found a guy and I live in Columbus, Ohio. He was reviewing a uh, he was reviewing a fine dining restaurant because you know we're talking about foodies no. and uh, I clicked through his profile. And like he reviews things all over the world, like but it's like Starbucks and Chipotle, and he wa- he talks about how the service is bad because it's woke, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it's crazy. But uh, he's a real fun new guy that I have coming up. But yeah, those reviews, bro. Have man. you have you heard of uh, Tug Maps? No. T- oh, Tug Maps. It's a review it site strictly for Asian massage parlors. Okay, and they, I'm gonna probably be looking into this. Yeah, it's yeah, so fucking awesome, go. dude. Because like, it's dudes talking about like how hot the chicks were. Like, if they, like, some of them are pretty fucked up because it talks about like, oh yeah, if you just coerce this one a little bit, she'll do it. Oh, it's like, God. it's real skeevy fucking shit, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I do cover sex guys on Guys Plus uh, sure quite do. often. Which that's the first episode people really love it. And Shocktober this year is uh, me, Chris, and Mike, Mike Hale, uh, big friend of the show, and we like working with them. Nice. So hell yeah, yeah, I think it's gonna be very fun. Well, uh, we're, we're all looking forward to that. And thanks again, Brian. And I guess that's it for the Stinky this week. Bye, everybody. Bye.